Blog Talk Radio. BDPAI Radio showcases IT entrepreneurs, technology experts, and computer science academics. We highlight people with a passion for educating our youth in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. BDPAI Radio Show serves the BDPA members, sponsors, entrepreneurs, educational institutions, and the black community. BDPAI Radio, linking business, education, and technology. Well, welcome, everyone, to a special edition of the BDPAI Radio Show. I'm Fran McNeil, your host, and today is Monday, August the 26th, 2013. Our listening audience knows that generally we broadcast on the second and fourth Tuesday of every month, and tonight is, in fact, a special night. Joining me is the 2013 National High School Computer Competition Championship winning team, and that team is with Southern Minnesota. Welcome, team. How are you this evening? Wonderful. Thank you. Excellent, excellent. Now, you know what, Gord, I'd like you to introduce your team. I know that you have uh, four members on the line with you, so um, why don't you just introduce your team, and as a team, as your name is called, just sort of give a shout-out to the listening audience, and then we'll start the interview. Hi, um, this is Gord from southern Minnesota, and I have Harchurn Singh. Who's Hi. actually in at uh, College Gustavus Aldolfus? I have Prabhjot Singh. I have um, Pritya Sikar, and I also have Isaac with us. They're all hello. at home, so I'll let them say hello to everybody. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. Excellent. This is very very exciting. Well, Gord, you know, teams don't happen without leadership and mentorship. So I'd love for you to sort of start the show off by sharing with our listening audience, how did you get involved with BDPA? And more specifically, how did you get involved with this winning team? It's an excellent question. Um, Actually, the thanks really goes to two folks. and that is uh, her turn herself, uh, who became a student of BDPA back in 2009. And it was um, the first time that I was dropping her off at uh, the BDPA class. And she actually asked me about a week and a half, two weeks prior to that, if she could join BDPA. And I didn't know what BDPA was. And she mentioned, okay, I was going to go join a computer class and take uh, computer-related um uh programming class on Saturday mornings and I was really ecstatic about that and and so um she when I went to drop her off at uh Century High School and uh thought okay I'll just go take a little peek and and visit and see who's there and and um uh go back home well uh it turned out that I stayed there and I fell in love with the greatness that BDPA was doing for our community and for our young students that were currently in school and also the future generations that are coming up right behind them. So basically I fell in love with BDPA at that point, and I haven't left since. Wow, that's wonderful. And, you know, often it is the students that get the parents um, and the adults involved because they say, I'm interested and uh, as you mentioned, the parents kind of stick their head in the door and then say, you know, this is really a great thing. Now, initially, um, you weren't involved in the training capacity. What sort of brought you in as a more active participant? Um, the first year, um, I didn't really do um, much other than uh, volunteer by helping the students that you know at a, on an individual level, um, not really from a course level. Um, Zach um, Garbo was the the lead instructor along with Chris, and um, 
you know, others as well. Ray was there. So it was uh, Brian and John G. and, and so forth. So the, these, the, the team was really, really wonderfully, um, um, you know, trained and, and everything was put in place. So I didn't really have much of an involvement in, in the first year uh, other than to help students, um, you know, on a on a one-on-one -on -one basis. So uh, over time, uh, you know, Ray and uh, uh, Chris and Zach moved on to other bigger projects, and, and unfortunately they moved on to other cities. So that left a, a gap, and, and, you know, Tony um, and uh, Brian and myself filled that gap in, in you know, continuing on with the with the training of the of the students and the new students that were coming into the into the BDP of Southern Minnesota chapter. So that's how I became the HSCC uh, uh, team coordinator. Okay, well that that kind of brings us to the fact that in having a team and coordinating a team, you in fact need students who are actively showing up every Saturday. So um, what I'd like to do is jump right in and start talking with the students. Um, Prithia, why don't you share with our listening audience how did you get involved and um, what's kept you involved with BDPA? Um, I first found out about BDPA from <clears throat> my brother and, like, a whole bunch of his friends were involved in BDPA and they told me about, like, a lot of them, like, he met a lot of his friends through BDPA, so he explained how it was a great opportunity to meet new people outside of school and to learn new things, and he spoke, like, really highly about the instructors, and the first year I went, it was so difficult to learn everything, but um, the instructors were there to help you, so that's definitely kept me coming back to the instructors and whatnot, and also the trips on, at the end of the year, they're paid for and they're just so much fun and meeting those new people so a lot of things have kept me coming back and it's a really great organization oh and and what would you say is the most challenging part about preparing for the competition um it's like the last couple of weeks when you kind of have like um, I know we were working on the design, and, like, a couple of things had not been finished yet. And so we had – it was, like, the crunch time that was kind of difficult, but we worked through it. That's exciting. Well, now you are not alone because the team involves several people. Um Flapjot, why don't you share a little bit about your introduction to BDPA and what keeps you involved with the organization? Um, I found out about BDPA through my sister, actually, uh, Hertrin Singh. She's also another fellow teammate, and she joined the first year, and she missed one of the classes, so I sat in for her, and I really, really enjoyed it, and I liked how everything worked and it was fun to learn. So I signed up the next year, and it was it was a great experience. Now, so it was almost coincidence. I mean, had she not signed up for the class, do you think you, if she had not missed the class, do you think you would have gotten involved? I think that I would have gotten involved, considering that my sister and my father were involved with it, I'm sure eventually I would have been exposed to BDPA, but not as soon as had I not sat in that class. Mm -hmm. And how has the experience of traveling impacted you? Um, we heard we heard someone else kind of talk about, um, you know, it's kind of exciting to be able to travel. What are your thoughts on that and going to the competition? Going to the competition is, it's a really big mixture of feelings. Uh, you feel nervous because you know that competition is going to be tough. You know it's going to be, there's so many good kids out there that know their stuff. But it's also really thrilling to get to see other parts of the country and meet new people, learn new things, and you get to sit in on classes and learn 
even when you're there. So I really enjoy the traveling, and it's really fun. That's terrific. Well, thank you so much. Now, another member, you're welcome, another member of the team is Isaac. Isaac, a very similar question. How did you find out about BDPA, and what do you find sort of most exciting about being part of the team? Hello. Well, I found out about it through a close friend of mine. He was in it for a year, and he told me about it, and I talked to him a bunch about, like, all the time I'd just be talking to him about programming and things. So then I signed up for it and came, and I found it to be just a very valuable class. And So the most, like, exciting part about it is definitely the competition. Just traveling is awesome in itself. And then competing, yeah. Now, Isaac, some of our listeners are aware that you know, students have to prepare on Saturdays. Um, and they're also aware that at the conference there is sort of a day-long um, competition. What are you doing before you actually get to the conference to prepare you for that day of competition? What What does it look like on any given Saturday? Well, over the summer... It would be all of us just programming, like, for four hours, just all out, and practicing, creating projects, and our presentation, and our teamwork. And this is all happening uh, on on Saturdays during the summer when other students might be off at the beach or uh, at the playground or you know, inside um, doing something other than computing. Is that correct? <laughs> yep, it is. <laughs> okay. Well, good. Well, thank you. Now, the most senior member of the team this year, who happens also to be a freshman at college, is Hershon. Hershon, tell us a little bit about your introduction um, to BDPA and what's kept you involved over the years. Sure. Um, I was introduced to BDPA through, uh, again, one of my friends. Um, she was involved with it, and she she noticed that I was into computers, and uh, my dad worked at IBM, and um, like I was involved with programming a little bit. And she's like, you would really enjoy this class I'm taking on Saturdays. And I was like, okay, I have nothing going on Saturday mornings. Might as well give them up to a little bit of programming, something I'm interested in. And I joined um, my freshman year of high school four years ago, and I stuck with it because so many opportunities that were presented. I met so many different people, intelligent people in the community um, that were so knowledgeable and so willing to share that knowledge with me. And I was just strived for that knowledge, so um, I went to all the classes that I could possibly attend and enjoyed every bit of it, and in uh, the Southern Minnesota chapter, it's a little bit competitive, because the top um, 15 or so students get to go on the na- to the national conference, so that got me going. I'm a little bit competitive myself, so I wanted to make sure I made the trip. Um, my first year, I was an alternate for the HFCC team. And, I, again, at the conference, I was just wowed in Philadelphia with all the people and all the opportunities that were presented with meeting new honored members of society in the, in the United States and um, so many sponsors and people that were looking for young students. And I just knew that I needed to come back to, with more preparation for, for my future, I suppose. And so um, the next next few years it was my goal to make sure that I made it to the competition team so that I would get the opportunities that the HSCC team got exclusively. So um, that's what kept me driven. Um, I also like to volunteer on Saturdays and help out the, the younger students and make sure that they have the same drive to keep going. And usually once they once they get to experience the trip, they, they all want to come back. Mm-hmm. So how, now you're going to be going to college. 
um, in September, and um, what kind of legacy is being left behind with the Southern Minnesota team? <laughs> I don't know if I'm the right person to ask about my own legacy. I, I hope I've left something back for them to fill in, I guess, shoes. Um, I hope that they learned about working hard. Um, that's one of the key things that keeps our team going is is how much work we put in. Um, it's Saturday mornings that we give up for um, preparation for this competition, and I just hope that they learn from me and to to keep that drive going and keep our mind set on the goals at the end. And those are those are really transferable skills. As you enter college, what elements of your BDPA experience do you think will be transferable as you face new experiences and new classes and make new friends? Oh, yeah. Well, sure. Um, the hard work, again, that we put into preparing for the competition, I need to make sure I put in in all my classes and um, the goals that I set for school here, as well as uh, the dedication and time commitment and planning and organization, all the key things that are needed um, for our HSCC team are also needed for school. So that's that's terrific. It it is really exciting. I mean, each of you, as you talked about the experience, um, identified the personal commitment, the camaraderie, the opportunity to learn. And so, I'd like to circle. Um, back around, and Prithia, I'll start back with you. You know, many teenagers aren't in a, a BDPA class on a Saturday. Um, what advice might you give to another teenager um, who in September, October, November of this year may be wondering what to do on a Saturday, and may not have even heard about BDPA. What might you share with them um, that might have them visit uh, their local BDPA chapter? Um, I would let them know that, especially at the Southern Minnesota chapter, it's super inclusive, and we're always, like, willing to take in new people. And even if you don't get it right away, we're always, all of us are willing to help, not just the instructors, all the students are willing to help as well. So <clears throat> it's a great way to learn something new. Like you don't always have to, like these kinds of things aren't always offered in the school. So if you want to pick up something new that and set yourself apart from all of the people that go to your school, BDPA is definitely a place to start. Hmm. And, and what about, I mean, I'm, you know, you're learning these programming skills and, and special skills. What if someone doesn't have a computer at home? Are they at a disadvantage? Um, we actually go to a computer lab, and during that time, it's like a four-hour block, and during that time, um, they make it so you can finish all of your assignments in class, and students are also welcome to, like, like stay later or come earlier to work on assignments. So they, like, give you opportunities. Okay. Okay. Now, several people have talked about the fact that it's not just a class and a bunch of computers and a bunch of books. There really are adults and mentors and, and resources available um, to you. If there was some, if there were adults, that we're considering getting involved, why might um, participating or volunteering with a high school computer competition team be one of the ways for them to volunteer? Um, like our coordinators and whatnot and our teachers definitely have a huge impact on us succeeding at the national competition. So we're the future generation, and so if they invest our time in us, it's definitely well spent because it shows, like, positively, and we ended up winning the whole thing through and, like, solely through the help of, like, our volunteers. Mm -hmm. Terrific. Thank you. 
Um, Prabhjot, I'm, I'm going to ask a, a similar question. Um, you have friends that probably aren't part of BDPA. Um, as you finish up the summer, um, being one of the winners, in fact, part of the first place team, um, what are you telling them about your experience? And um, do, you, do you think that some of your friends might want to get involved next year? I think that everyone I know would want to get involved if they knew how how great of an opportunity BDPA is and how wonderful of an organization it is and all the opportunities and all the va- the whole value you can get through joining BDPA. I th- I think that every kid out there would strive in BDPA and it's a great opportunity for them to learn, pick up some new programming skills, something you may not learn at school and it's really fun. Okay. Now, what if a student says, well, programming, I, you know, I mean, I like to play computer games, but I don't know how to program, or I never was good at math, or I really don't like science, or the thought of sitting still for four hours makes me feel uncomfortable. What what might you say to some of those objections? Um, I'd, I'd tell them to give it a try because it's not just sitting at a chair for four hours and it's not just staring at a computer screen and trying to learn how to program. You do have friends there to help you and you have mentors that will guide you through how to program. And it's actually a, a lot of fun. And it's surprising when you fin- complete something or you program something and it's successful, there's an amazing feeling that you get when your program works. So I think that if they give give it a try, I'm sure they truly enjoy it. Okay. And and uh, one other question, and that's related to the BDPA leadership. Certainly as um, high school students, you are working closely with the trainers and the mentors related to the competition. Um, and yet, BDPA as an organization is also designed for professionals who are in the computer field. What do, to what degree do you as um, students get to see kind of the larger BDPA chapter? Uh, I think we get to see the larger BDPA chapter when we go on the trip because that's where you see all the other chapters and you get to meet new people and you see all of their coordinators and even people who are part of national BDPA, everyone knows each like knows each other pretty well and if not they get to know each other and it's a it's a really good opportunity for them to make connections and it's a it's a wonderful experience to go on the trip and I'm sure they would enjoy it as well. Great. Thank you. So, Isaac, you're in 10th grade. You're going to be going into 10th grade. How many years have you been involved in the high school computer competition? Mm, only one. Only one. So this is this first year, you happen to be a member of the winning team. Is that correct? Yep. <laughs> Oh wow. <laughs> that's that's pretty fantastic because Southern Minnesota, as we heard uh earlier, is pretty competitive. The top fifteen students get to go. Um how many seats are there on the actual team that's competing on that uh Friday? Only five, so all of us are there only through our hard work and our talent that's been earned through all the work over the summer and school year. Okay. So you had some choices to make then. Um, what advice would you give a teenager that um, was considering whether or not, since September's coming up, whether or not to, start to set aside their Saturdays um, to begin to learn about programming and to begin to compete for a potential spot on the team? 
Well, I'd say totally try it out because for one thing, it's productive. It's a productive way to spend your Saturday, and it's fun. It's um, your friends are there, most of them, and it's a good experience. Teaches you uh, programming things that can be applied to actual jobs in life. Mm. Now that's a, that's an interesting point. Um, so many things that we do on a regular basis um, involve technology, um, and. I'm sure that on Saturdays there are things that you do aside from you. I mean, uh, each of you has mentioned fun in different ways um, and getting to know people. Um, what is it? What exactly happens on a Saturday? Um, could you walk us through maybe a, a typical four-hour time period? I mean, maybe not minute by minute, but. What are the kinds of things that happen on a Saturday? Yeah, sure thing. So then at first you come and say hi to all your friends and log in to your computer and prepare for the day's classes. And then all the coordinators come in and begin a lecture on, be it PHP or CSS, some aspect of programming. And then they assign a small program, I mean, a project, and then you can try it out and have help from your friends and ask questions from the coordinators and continue doing that until break time where you can have snacks and chat about the today's project and and then go back to it and continue on. So it's a pretty full four hours, and yet there it sounds like there's variety. So it's a mix of learning and doing and asking questions. Um, and it sounds like the time goes pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It passes fast, all the learning. That's, that's great. Now, at school, do you, uh, in the school that you're going to, do you have an opportunity to get these skills reinforced with classes that you're taking, or um, are you only learning these things as a result of being part of the Saturday programs? Well, actually, there aren't any classes at my high school, so it <laughs> makes BD pay even more valuable. Hmm. And that's a that's a great thing to know. And I, I often hear that is one of the reasons that a lot of the adults volunteer because they like the opportunity to share their knowledge, um, encourage students, and it's also a way for them to get their employers to see, um, as someone mentioned earlier, sort of the future um, right there on Saturdays. Well, thank you, Isaac. Mm-hmm. So, um, Rashawn, I'm, I'm going to come back to you. Now, I wanted to ask you, how many years have you been on a winning team or a team that's placed um, at the national conference? Um, well, I've been with BDPA for four years. My first year I was an alternate, and Southern Minnesota was a champion. Um, And then we were champion the next year when I was on the team. And then last year uh, we placed third, and this year uh, we got first place again. So that makes four years. Fantastic. So one of the things that... Some of our listeners know, but maybe someone who's new to the show doesn't know, is that there are intangible benefits, um, and there are a lot of tangible benefits, which you've talked about, the, the knowledge, and there's also an opportunity to receive scholarships. Can you talk about how 
um, sort of one of the benefits of being on the team does include a scholarship and how that can help someone as they prepare for college. Uh, well, if you place on, I think, any of the top five teams, if you place, you get some sort of uh, monetary scholarship towards college. And I cannot express to uh, the younger uh, members of BDPA how much these scholarships are worth in the end. When you look at the price of schooling in the United States, post-secondary schooling, um, it's only rising. And any little bit counts. And the Dr. Jesse Bemley Scholarship that we get for um, the HSCC competition is more than a little bit. And it, it helps a lot. It goes a long way. It, tell us, and, and I, I love the way that you phrase that, because part of it is it helps to defray costs. And then the other part is because you're part of a competition, you really have worked for it. Um, but how else does the scholarship benefit you? Um, from year to year, what what does? Uh, let me just sort of leave the question uh, the question at that. How does the scholarship process benefit you, particularly now that you're moving into college? Well, now I actually just moved into college today, uh, and I was just looking at my financial aid, and um, college is expensive, and this money that we're getting that we earned, like you said, it's going to help us. And we only it only shows that, like, if you work hard, you can get through um, and get your education and do something for your future. And I'm, I'm wondering also, yes, yes, and I'm wondering also, when you apply to college, were you able to... Or did you mention the fact that you participated on a team, um, some of the skills that you learned, some of the experiences that you had as, as part of your either application or interview? Yes, I did. Actually, uh, that stands out a lot. Um, showing that just taking the BDPA class itself, t taking out four hours on a Saturday morning every day or every Saturday every week, it shows a lot of dedication and hard work, and that to colleges and people who are giving out scholarships means a lot. They want people, students, who are willing to work hard in the future to help, and so because we are the future um, and we'll be taking care of the, the people who are sponsoring us now in the future, uh, they want to see someone that can put out the work. Um, and, I mean, it is... It is what it is. It's hard work that we did, and we earned the scholarships that we got, and the work that we put in through the class. It just—if you add it to your uh, resume, it, it'll go a long way. Excellent, excellent. Well, I'm going to circle back to Gord. Gord, you—you've had an opportunity, as you have throughout the entire year to um, observe your team in action. And I do know that one of the team members is, is not on the line. Um, and as we as was mentioned, there are five people as part of the team. Um, but I want to circle back um, to you and ask you some questions about the role that you play. Um, what would you say is most rewarding about being in a part of a leadership team that helps make sure that the high school computer competition um, students have a place to go, have materials, have resources, have instruction. What's most rewarding about that experience as an adult? As an HSBC coordinator, um, you know, it, the most rewarding part for me is to see students, um, you know, even first-timers or folks that have been there, um, you know, or coming in, uh, or returning students, that is, um, to see them grow from, you know, what is, a, you know, asking a simple question, what is an HTML, to creating awesome websites and ultimately competing with others across our great nation. Um, 
as you heard, Isaac, uh, this was his first year in BDPA. Uh, he made it to the HSCC team, as well as her turn earlier mentioned that she was uh, she worked hard to make it to the trip to the nationals. Um, at Southern Minnesota, each student is given an equal opportunity to make it to the team. It is up to the individual student to, you know, challenge themselves to get to that team. And if, if you know, this, all the students in our chapter are winners at the end of the year. Um, they've, you know, started at one position, and you know, by the time they leave the class or move on to to the BD, uh, HSCC boot camp or to the nationals. They're constantly learning something new. They are definitely ahead of what they were at the beginning of the year. Um, one of the um, the uh, rewards that I can share with you, um, and, and you're right, one of our, our team members are missing right now, um, Daniel Shepard. Uh, he's also a, a freshman in college right now, so he's actually moving into college today. So uh, that is the reason why he was not able to make it on this uh, particular conference. And and so I wanted to make sure that um, the, everybody's aware that uh, not only Daniel but her, um, uh, and her turn um, both um, you know learned a lot from BDPA, and then they've actually applied this knowledge in real world. Um, these students have um, given back to our community by working on project um, in, within the uh, for output um, uh, for a a, um, uh, they, developed a yeah, they developed a uh, inventory tracking project for the ABC Center or the Ability Building Center, which is a nonprofit organization that refurbishes computers and then sells those, uh, which are actually donated by mail or IBM um, to ABC. And then what they do is they refurbish the computers and um, and then sell them at a nominal price to low-income families and within our community so that their children uh, can access or, or the parents themselves or the seniors themselves can access, um, you know, uh, keep in touch with uh, their family members, uh, do their homework or, or what, what have you, just simply, you know, surfing the web, doing emails and so forth through the use of this computer technology that we all uh, have in our homes nowadays. So. You know, in a way, these two students have not only just learned what they learned in our Saturday morning classes, uh, not just going to the competition at the national, but also taking that knowledge and applying it in real-world applications where uh, this tracking system, which gives them, a, you know, eliminates a lot of paperwork and keeps track of all the all the inventory that's coming in, and then once it's you know, refurbished and sold, they have a way to track who has it uh, at a you know few uh, strokes of the of the uh, of the hand. So as opposed to looking through uh, you know piles of uh, paperwork. So that's just one one example. So this is the actual reward that I see that our our students are not only just learning, but they are actually applying their knowledge in the real world. That that is very very powerful. Now, again, you're an adult that's made a conscious effort after working, you know, throughout the week to volunteer your time. Um, what advice would you give chapters who want to increase the level of success of their high school computer competition team? And success, of course, can be defined many ways. So I'll I'll let you elaborate on that. Sure. Um, th this is uh, not just a coordinator or a trainer or a student or a sponsor or a organization or even a chapter. Um, you know, uh, it, you know, it's it's not just one one entity that has to work on this. This is a conglomerate of all the all those pieces put together and all working towards a common goal. And that is to ultimately have these students gain some knowledge and be uh, successful in their lives, and in turn, in turn, um, help the community and their and the future generations that come through. So, to my colleagues um, in other chapters, uh, when I when I meet them at the national competition or at the you know November meetings, 
uh, I learn a lot from them myself. I, I'm I'm always awed in how much how big of a heart and and how big of a mindset they've got for their own chapters and and for this organization as a whole. Um, you know and you know I just feel so blessed to be part of this organization and and you know to share my knowledge and then also in turn share uh, other folks' knowledges, other coordinators' knowledges and what have you. So. You know, for my chap- uh, chapter colleagues, I would say you guys are doing an absolute best job. Just keep it up. Don't give up. And, you know, help your students. I mean, we are all, all the students that go to the national or the ones that are, you know, back home in their chapters are absolutely winners because they've gained knowledge. That's the key here. They've gained knowledge from where they were at before. They've moved on to, you know, something new. They've gained some knowledge to move on forward. And that right there is the winning, you know, I don't know how else to put it, but that that is really the true winning there. They've gone from point A to point B. They've increased their knowledge. That's the key. So everybody's doing their job. Everybody's, you know, doing their level best. And, you know, and, and the rest is all up to the students, I guess, at the end. You know, they're the ones that are challenging one another, so. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point, and I'd like to, uh, thank you, Gord. I'd like to circle back to the students. And, um, Prakia, I'm, I'm going to, Prakia, I'm going to start with you again. Um, you had a chance to be at the National Conference, which this year was in Washington, D.C., um, you're a 12th grader, so next year you'll be, you know, should you choose to participate in the conference, that will be your final year. Um, and next year the conference is going to be in Indianapolis. I'd like you to do two things. One, um, what were some highlights of being in D.C.? Um, what were some highlights of being at the National Conference and then um, what's a final thought that you'd like to share with our audience about your overall experience of being part of the team? The conference at Washington this year was a lot of fun. Between, like, the workshops, and they took us to the EA Mystic Place, which was really cool, seeing how, like, the inside of that worked. And then we got to go to, like, workshops where we learned about um, it was, like, geared toward women in IT, and so that was really cool to see, it. like, there were other people out there who were, like, aspiring for the same things. And uh, there was a lot of inspirational speakers during the opening ceremony and during the gala and whatnot. And also outside of it, Washington, D.C. is, a, like, a really cool city to be in. So both parts of the, um, like, inside the conference itself and the city where it was a good location. So all of that was fun. And being part of the team is definitely lots of fun. You get um, to – it's more nerve-wracking than being just there for the YTC, which was what I did two years before. And then this year was my first year on the team. And that was definitely – this is the best experience I've had with the BDPA, and just getting to know people, because when you're in the competition team, you get to know, you're stuck in holding rooms all the time, so you get to talk to people, so the experience itself was lots of fun being on the team. Excellent. And what's a, what's a final thought that you'd like to share with our listening audience about your BDPA experience? BDPA um, has definitely been lots of fun and I will be coming back next year and I will encourage all of my friends who I know are really interested in this to come and join like the inclusive family that we have created at like the Southern Minnesota chapter. That is terrific. Well, thank you very much. I'm going to have you stay on the line. Um, and, and thank you for sharing your enthusiasm and energy. Um, job. Uh, how about yourself? I'd, I'd like for you to, again, uh, kind of answer the, the same question. What was special about the national conference for you? What are highlights 
if you have to write that essay, what did I do over the summer that I, you know, was memorable? Um, what, so, what what would you what would you share? Uh, I think the whole BDPA experience was wonderful. Going to DC was was just the perfect way to end the summer. And it was great getting to meet everyone there, meeting the other chapters, um, making new friends. I think my favorite part about D.C. was actually the competing. It was so great to get closer to my team. We spent a lot of time over the summer together, but being, um, being there actually at the competition, experiencing it together and programming together and helping each other and working as a team was was my favorite part about the D.C. trip. Wow. Wow. And, and what's the final thought that you'd like to leave our listening audience with? I, I just really appreciate everything that BDPA has done for me and all the opportunities it has opened up for me. And I think that anyone who joins BDPA will learn a lot, whether they're an adult or if they're a student, if they make the team or even if they get to go on the trip. It's it's just a great opportunity, opportunity and it has a lot of value to it. That is wonderful. Thank you so much. And I'm going to have you stay on the line. And uh, Isaac, uh, a similar question for you. A memorable moment or series of memorable moments. I know it was your first time on being on the uh, competing team. What was special about the National Conference this year for you? Well, the whole thing was special. It was the highlight of my summer. But um, most special was probably the few moments before they announced the first place winner, just all the suspense. Very cool. And then the sightseeing in D.C., seeing the White House National Monument, also very cool. First trip I've had out east. Oh, how exciting. Ah. That 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 is, um, you know, I, I think it's uh, easy for adults to forget the impact that traveling as a team to a, a city has for um, individuals. So thanks for thanks for bringing that up. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, in terms of a final thought, what's the final thought that you'd like to leave our listening audience with? Well, the whole experience is just 100% positive. Sir. Yeah, it's just all pros, and yeah, I also appreciate everything the BPA has done, and yeah, that's it. Okay, well, thank you, and I'm going to have you stay on the line. Um, Rashan, Rashan, um, I'm going to ask you, this year, and you've had an opportunity to participate several years, um, will be your last as a member of the competing team, you may come back in future years as a trainer or a coordinator, as I know people have done in the past. Um, what was most memorable about the 2013 National Conference for you? Um, for me, I'm going to disagree with Isaac here. Isaac says the waiting right before they announced first place, that was the scariest, most anxiety-filled moment of the entire trip. My favorite moment was looking at the faces of the team members, my team members, our coordinators, and everyone who was here supporting us um, from southern Minnesota once they announced first place. Just looking at the joy that came from our comeback from last year's third place was the most amazing feeling for me. That was the most memorable moment. And for me, it was leaving with a bang, I suppose, and I couldn't ask for any like better way to to leave the HSEC world. Mm. And now, if I remember correctly, your table was sort of on the upper level off towards it the was, side, right? 
Right. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden there was this sort of shrieking and happiness Explosion. from yeah. that corner. <laughs> it kind of filled the entire room. Um, right. And although I was sitting in the front, I I felt that energy. <laughs> that um, that was pretty exciting. That was the moment. <laughs> um, yeah, that that was the moment. And um, what's the final thought that you'd like to share with our audience? Um, the final thought is do something for your future. For the students, invest in your uh, invest in yourself by studying and learning more about and about IT and any field in general, and like. I don't know, building something stronger for yourself. And if you're not a student, if you're a senior member, do invest in your future as well. Invest in students that are younger who will be the future for you, who will be taking care of you when you're older. Very, very powerful. And I'm going to have you stay on the line as well. Ford, I'm going to have you kind of wrap up the show for us Um you represent, again, a lot of stakeholders within the BDPA community um, as a parent, as a mentor, as a trainer, as a coordinator. Um, you're in touch with other volunteers. You see the contributions that sponsors make. Um, for you, what was, or what was a memorable moment or what were a series of memorable moments from the national conference? Um, the most memorable moment was actually the entire, um, you know, uh, conference itself. It's not just these con- this particular conference, but all the past conferences. These were, uh, every year I've, I'm awed with all the different pieces that are there that help us all kind of stick together and make the conferences come into life and, and, you know, run through flawlessly. It is just amazing to see such a, you know, such an event take place and all of it just kind of falls into place as if somebody was just kind of, you know, uh, doing it with a magic wand. Uh, but knowing that there's so many people behind this, uh, so many people, uh, when I say that, I'm talking about, you know, students, coordinators, uh staff members, sponsors, founders. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So it's kind of hard to say, okay, the most memorable piece was just this one part. I think the most, this year, if if I had to pick, I I think the most memorable part was the the opening and closing ceremonies. To me, there, I I see them, you know, the competition is there, yes. Uh, But those pieces, I feel like, you know, there's so many, so much enrichment that comes from that, you know, what's going to happen and what's going on in the real world, what, where's our students supposed to be heading towards, you know, that really kind of helps a lot. And then that job fair kind of, you know, puts in a little bit of a, a sweetness to it, you know, to give the, the students a, a taste of the real world and say, hey, you know, these companies are looking for you, you know, you guys got to do your job, keep, con- you know, continue to study and so forth. So the best part for me is, is really the, the opening and closing ceremonies. Wow. Um, very, very exciting. What What's the final thought that you'd like to leave with our listening audience as we wrap up our special edition 2013 conference I would like to thank everyone in BDPA, and when I say everyone, I mean everyone, you know, from all the different chapters, not just my chapter, but, you know, the the national board, uh, the founders and what have you, all the students, coordinators, trainers, uh, you know, sponsors for all their contributions, the founders for finding, uh, you know, uh, the BDPA, and also, uh, you know, the best uh, to me, this is just the best organization I've ever been a part of. I, 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 I can, you know, I've, I've been to a lot of them, but I've never been. This is just the best organization that I've been a part of, and I just can't, you know, say that in, uh, enough. Um, so the only thing I can say is, uh, you know, please continue to do your absolute best. As the churn stated, this is for the students specifically. Invest in yourself. 
and, and this kind of goes to our colleagues as well. You know, I mean, you got to continue to reinvent yourself over and over again. IT is not something that you know is set in stone once and for all. It's ever changing. It's evolving all the time. So in today's day and age, all fields are are that. Be it IT, be it medical, be it finance. Uh, it doesn't matter what you go into. Just invest in yourself. And every student is going to be aware of, um, you know, those students that are attending BDP are going to be very well ahead of all the other students that are, you know, taking computer classes. They all know how computers work. So if you're going in the medical field, for example, you know how a, a computer works. You know what you need from a programmer. So, you, you know, you tell them, here's what I need from this program. I need this design so they can develop it. If you are going to be a programmer or a gaming uh, developer or what have you, you know what needs to be done, how computers work, you know how, how to manipulate those bits, and, you know, convert the hexadecimal to binary and so forth. So invest in yourself is the key here. Um, and while you're doing that, be your best. Be your absolute best. Help all others along the way that need the help. And many, many things will turn, uh, will return uh, your way for sure. And just the best wishes to all. We'll see everybody again at the national conference uh, this uh, coming year in Indianapolis. That, that that's correct. It's it's uh, you know that's one of the things that is things that is so powerful about the EPA. Um, the opportunities continue, the energies continue, and um, while this year's conference has been brought to a close, the 2014 National Conference will be in Indianapolis uh, next year, and there will be a whole new opportunity for um, students to compete and for people to be involved. Cord, what I'd like you to do is just call off um, the names of each of the members of your team, and each member, as you hear your name, I'd just like you to sort of do uh, a thank you and a goodbye and a good night so that folks can kind of hear your name and hear you. Um, so, Gordon, why don't you start off with the younger member? Oh, why don't you um, start off with Daniel, who's not here? I know he won't be able to respond because he's in college, but let's just uh, acknowledge him first. Sure. Um, Daniel Shepard um, is our um, uh, lead uh, programmer, and um, you know he's uh, attending college. Right today, he's already. Um, that's where he is. That's why he couldn't make it with us. Uh, we've got Harjan Singh, who's also um, in college today. So uh, this is her first day. Uh, yep. We got Prabhjot Singh. And she's, uh, you know, going to be returning to her classes soon in high school. We got Preetia Sekhar, and um, we've got uh, Isaac. Oh, sorry. Oh, well, I'll just say I'm her turn. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, BDP is a great organization. Uh, good evening. Good night. <laughs> depending on where you are in the country. This is Rob Jot. Um, thank you so much for listening, and I really appreciate it. Good night. This is Preetia. Thank you once again for everything. Good night. Same thing. <laughs> Good night, and thank you to the BEP. This is Isaac. Excellent. And this is Fran McNeil. It has been my distinct pleasure to host the Southern Minnesota High School Computer Competition Team, who were, in fact, the 2013 National Conference winners. Um, thank you so much. Each of you contributed many, many hours throughout the year, and I really know that our listeners are so happy that you added an additional hour tonight to share with us your wisdom, your experience, your enthusiasm, and your support and endorsement of BDPA. So have a great school year, Gord. Thank you again to you and your team for being the mentors um, to make sure that the students have the support that they need. To our listening audience, 
join us the second and the fourth Tuesday of every month at www.blogtalkradio.com slash BDPA. Everyone, have a great evening. Thank you. BDPA iRadio, linking business, education, and technology. The BDPA iRadio show creates a vibrant communications platform that speaks to all BDPA stakeholders. Hosted by Fran McNeil, sponsored by the BDPA Education and Technology Foundation, and the Executive Director, Wayne Hicks. Produced by Everaldo Gallimore. Technical advice by John Melanson. BDPA iRadio broadcasts the second and fourth Tuesday of every month. Join us on blogtalkradio.com backslash BDPA.